Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This is Computer Talk with Tab, hosted by Eric Semmel of Tab Computer Systems. Interact with Eric and his guest by phone at 522-WTIC or 1-800-966-WTIC. Email them in the studio at gethelpattabinc.com or get help anytime at computertalkwithtab.com. Now, here's Eric. And good morning. This is Computer Talk with Tab. I'm Eric. And I'm Bob. And Bob is Bob Shorey. He's one of the MCSEs at Tab. Comes in and helps me out with your computer problems, comments, questions, and concerns. Feel free to get online this morning. 800-966-WTIC, 522-WTIC. we got three lines open for you. The lines are already starting to pick up. Uh, and we'll do our best to help you out with your computer problems, comments, questions, and concerns. So speaking of concerns, I have a little article here that I kind of found interesting. So... Uh, we already know Tesla's uh, subsidies are starting to drop and be are gone. We've already given them $1.8 billion for the 250,000 cars they've sold um, at 7500 bucks a pop. And that, that uh, subsidy is going away. So what does Tesla have to do? Well, they've increased their supercharging price to the point that gasoline might be cheaper than charging your car. Now, I know the folks at Tesla touted a savings as part of your purchase of your $80,000 electric vehicle. And, uh, I mean, that's an oxymoron in the first place. But secondarily, to have them crank the rate. Now, I was going to use the old coal and blow commercial from the, from the Saturday Night Live and, uh, you know, ask you how many percentage points they increased it. You know, one, two, four, higher, seven. Try again. But I, I figured... That would be too long <laughs> because they actually increased their prices 33%. Mm. That's a big, big spike. And, uh, you know, you're, if, if it turns out that it takes me five minutes to spend 35 bucks to fill my car and it takes you an hour plus at your supercharger to spend 35 bucks, <laughs> who's really ahead? Um, people screamed. The Tesla owners screamed and complained because it's a lot of increase there. Uh, so they reduced that increase by 10%. So you're looking at a 20, 23% increase, and it's going to go higher, guys. I mean, the subsidies are gone. They have no way to – they can't hide the math anymore. The math is what it is. And uh, when you're putting in these superchargers and you need to pump a lot of juice, um, there's different regions that have different electric rates. And uh, California, New York, you're finding your, you're charging your Tesla for as much as I'm putting in for my gas. So – yeah, but saving the planet is worth it, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, right. Sure. Sure, that's why they bought them. Um, but it's great. I mean, I'm happy you bought them. I have no problem with you buying them. I'm cranky about us giving you $1.8 billion to do it, but that's a whole other problem. And uh, now you guys are going to be looking at the actual math, and uh, maybe it's not a savings. But you didn't buy it for that anyway, so you know that. You bought it for the coolness, which of course it is, and the technology, of course, all very cool stuff. But to make your friends and neighbors pay for it bothers me. I'll put a link here for you. You can read the story. And uh, it's very interesting. And, of course, the rates are only going to go where? Up. 
Well, you know, when you're at the bottom, there's only one way to go. Exactly. <laughs> Unless you got Bob. On a related note, yeah. Electrify America is shutting down all of its 150 to 350 kilowatt chargers due to potential cable defects. Oh, boy. The liquid-cooled cables from a third-party manufacturer may have a defect that makes the high rate of charge unsafe. Yeah, so even though you're sitting there for an hour to charge your car... Well, that, guess that's what? a high rate. If, if you're on the high rate charger, <laughs> it can melt the cable. <laughs> well, you can't use it. Yeah, that's nice. Okay. Yeah. Electrify America announced on Friday that it's shutting down all of its high powered 150 to 350 kilowatt electric chargers due to a potential manufacturing defect Yikes. with the liquid cooled charging cables. Mm-hmm. If all of that sound, sounds kind of wild, that's because it is. The cables in question come from a supplier called Hubner. Plus, sooner, Electrify America's release didn't specify what defect might be or mm-hmm. whether any injuries or damage had occurred. Yeah. <clears throat> the safety of our customers is our highest priority, said uh, Giovanni Palazzo, president and CEO of Electrify America. Out of an abundance of caution, Electrify America is shutting down all of our stations that use the Huber plus sooner high-powered cables mm-hmm. until we can confirm that they can be safely operated. Gotcha. We are confident that Huberman will investigate and resolve the issue as soon as possible. However, it's not all bad news for EV owners, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Electrify America isn't shutting down all of its chargers, so 50-kilowatt CCS chargers are still running as our level two chargers. Oh, so it'll take you three hours to charge your car at those 50, one, 50 kilowatt ones. Maybe more. Maybe more. <laughs> so if you've got half a day, you've got nothing to do when you're going wherever you're going. So you can pay 33% more and spend <laughs> four hours, <laughs> half a day to charge your car. I'm sure it's considered progress, but I don't know. Here's something that's kind of funny that uh, we found. John McAfee. If you remember John McAfee, he's the guy that uh, invented McAfee antivirus. Now this guy is running for pre- <laughs> running for president. <laughs> He's recruited hundreds of masked lookalikes for his 2020 presidential bid. Now you may find that kind of odd. Why would John McAfee want people running around with his face over their face? And why would you do it, by the way? But neither here nor there. Uh, turns out that this guy hasn't paid his taxes. And he's on the run from the IRS. I mean, like half of Congress anyway. There's tons of freaking Congress people that haven't paid their taxes either. But, a um, boat in the South Pacific. <laughs> yeah. But John McAfee himself is sitting out there trying to become a president, and he's he owes the IRS a chunk of money. And he wants you to wear his face to, I don't know what, cause some sort of confusion within uh, IRS officials. I mean, I'm, they're smarter than that. Um, but it's a pretty interesting uh, little story about Crazy John and uh, – He's gone kind of weird in the past decade or so. <laughs> Comes with age. <laughs> hey, right. Who, who might have saw? Who might have talked, Bob? You're right. But uh, we'll put a link up here for for John and his bid. I mean, everyone wants to run for president these days, it seems. So why not John McAfee? Crazier things have happened. <laughs> what else you got, Bob? Microsoft's Bing search engine yeah. is blocked in China. <gasps> surprise, surprise. Oh, wow. <laughs> Uh, search engine uh, is ex- is inaccessible by government order, the Financial Times reported. Mm-hmm. Microsoft's Bing search engine is inaccessible in China following a government order, mm-hmm. the Financial Times reported. Mm-hmm. State-owned uh, telecom company China Unicom confirmed that the government had ordered the block. 
Yeah. Uh, Microsoft didn't immediately respond to a request for comment, but is uh, reportedly investigating the matter because they don't even know that they're being blocked, apparently. Yeah. Who uses Bing anyways? <clears throat> if uh, Bing is indeed blocked in China, it would become the second major search engine to exit the country. Mm -hmm. Google withdrew its search engine and other websites in 2010 to avoid censorship and any compromise to its uh, commitment to a free and open internet, like the, uh, what's the name of that search engine that they're working Dragonfly. on? Dragonfly. Dragonfly. Yeah. Okay. Uh, For the Chinese government, which is a right. censored, censored yeah. search engine. So Facebook, Twitter, and Yahoo are among the thousands <laughs> of websites originating in the West that are blocked by the so-called Great Firewall of China. Mm, more walls. <laughs> virtual walls. Walls work. Yeah. Interesting. Also the Chinese say. Anything else you got, Bob? Gatwick Airport. I think that's in London. Mm -hmm. It's in the UK. All right. Okay. We'll test robot valet for parking cars. This is kind of neat. It has a uh, an adorable name, Stan. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So your next airport valet might be named Stan, and it might also be a robot. <clears throat> mm -hmm. Gatwick Airport in Britain announced this week that it will use Stanley Robotics. That's a name Stan, mm -hmm. uh, autonomous valet robot, Stan in a pilot program to see just how many cars can be crammed into Gatwick's parking lots. The trial will start in August in Zone B of Gatwick's long-term parking. It will run for three months, nice. coinciding with the busier parts of the holiday season. Mm -hmm. All drivers will need to do is drop their car in a predetermined drop-off location, then summon Stan through a touchscreen. Mm -hmm. The car will be scanned to determine its size. Then Stan will load the car onto its built-in ramp and ferry the car to a spot where it will fit. You'll like, shoehorn it in there. Yes, yeah. The robots run on electricity and use GPS to determine their location. Oh, boy. <clears throat> what could go wrong there, Bob? <laughs> well, we all know. If they're a little off by a few inches, you, you can just hear the cars going. <laughs> <laughs> Oops. Well, there's a really neat video involved, so yeah. it's worth going to Computer Talk with Tab and, yeah. and uh, look, scroll down the article. Yeah. Gatwick isn't the first or, uh, airport to try out this tech, which can jam more cars into a lot than usual because mm. doors won't need to be opened. Right. Trials have already completed at Paris Charles de Gaulle Airport, in addition to other locations including Lyon and Dusseldorf. Neat. Parking is never fun, whether it's tight urban streets filled with millions of cars or the simple act of trying to find an airport parking space remotely near anything uh, travel-related. Try to find where you parked your car after you get back. That's the worst thing. Well, you know, you got to take pictures. We did. <laughs> Have you been to Bradley? Those ramps are all named the same thing. We were walking around for like 20 minutes trying to find our car when we got back. Uh, okay. We anyway. had the picture. Well... The travel-related frustration could be reduced by the extra convenience, and better yet, you don't need to tip a robot. Yeah. That was the That's the punchline. Punch right. <laughs> well, we'll put these uh, links up over at computertalkwithtab.com. It's the name of the show, uh, which also works, .com. If you go on Facebook and like Tab Computer Systems on Facebook, it might get into your news feed. And, of course, if you uh, follow us on Twitter... At tab computer sys, it'll get into your Twitter feed. Two lines open for you guys 800 966 WTIC 522 WTIC. We'll be right back. And we are back. This is Computer Talk with Tab. We're going to be here until 11 o'clock. Feel free to get online. We'll do our best to help you out with your computer problems, questions, and concerns. Let's go right to your calls. We're going to go to Steve and Winstead first. Morning, Steve. What can we do for you, sir? Good morning, Eric. Good morning, Bob. Good morning. You, you set me up with a perfect line. What could go wrong there with artificial intelligence? Oh, I know. I, uh, there has been some talk about it last week. There was a guy who was interviewed, 
And he says, basically, we're not going to be able to regulate our way out of it. And it got me thinking along the lines of your quote from 2001. You used it last week. Open the pod bay doors, Al. <laughs> of course. And so with things that can go wrong with the computer, like, say, um, batteries that can overheat, yeah. never break wiring that eventually breaks, yeah. it could lead the super smart intelligence to suddenly develop something like dementia. And it got me thinking, you know, we're playing with fire. They're really getting it to a point where it's in our faces, in our lives, yep. and it could put us at peril. And so I was, it got me thinking also on a couple other films. Yeah. One of them was, I saw these when I was a kid, about eight years old. Yeah. One of them was Westworld. Oh, yeah. And the other one was Demon Seed, where the house gets taken over by the computers and the... I haven't seen the, that one. You gotta see it. <laughs> I will. The Simpsons did a little parody on their Halloween <laughs> episodes on it. It's so funny, but yeah. it's just, it's the kind of thing where I'm going, well... When is this going to eventually come to a, you know, a head with yeah. where it's going? I don't know. And, and I, you know, uh, even the smart guys out there like Elon Musk is afraid of AI. All these guys are saying we should be afraid. I mean... He's the one who's pushing it more than anybody at the same time. Yes, right. I hear you, yeah. I mean, AI, any kind of genetic engineering, all this kind of stuff, you have to, quote-unquote, trust the smart guys, the scientists, that they're not going to do anything to harm us, right? But then... You know what happened in the uh, Manhattan Project? They produced a thing that's pretty devastating. Um, so AI, I wouldn't be uh, surprised if something causes some major uh, catastrophe uh, because the computer. But it's if you think about you know sci-fi and all that kind of stuff, I I don't think we're that. Part of me thinks that we're not as smart as we think we are, and I don't think the AI is going to be as smart as the as the writers have depicted it maybe it's just me being foolhardy but i just don't think we're that that good uh if you look at windows 10 for example and it's the year 2019 and microsoft even can't get it to update properly still right you know is it really that intelligent <laughs> should we really be that concerned that we're going to get some smart system uh that's going to cause some sort of catastrophe i think that's it might it might just be a little, uh, oh, what's the word for it? When uh, a little conceited on our part to think we can design that type of—I mean, AI is going to help us make smarter decisions. We hope, right? So you have somebody, the system, thinking about it, but to have it conscious, which is kind of where you're going, right, Steve? Yeah, yeah. I don't know that we're—I don't know how far away that will be, and maybe again, maybe I'm naive, but if you can't get Windows 10 to upgrade properly by now. I think we have a ways to go before our toaster attacks us. When the uh... yeah, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I mean, if you've listened to our show, if you've listened to our show for 23 years, we can't get a printer to print wirelessly on a regular basis. You know, we can... I've seen that happen with so many people. Right? You can flip us if if we can. You know, so I'm not so concerned about the robots taking over. I I would be more concerned about some somebody programming something to do something to to harm us, but that's a human intervention. You know? The closest that I am to it is programming WTIC into my CD cassette radio. There you go. And that's as far as I want to go. And that could be hard, too, <laughs> for some people. So. Um, well, I don't really use that too much. No. It's just, you know, it's there. Yeah. And I like to have the choice of it. Sure, this sure. Stuff, they, you really won't have much of a choice. 
Well, right. And hopefully it makes our lives better and menial tasks and, and stuff, you know. Well, when AI starts making decisions for us, yeah, you know, and they might decide that, you know, to get rid of all the illness in the country, <laughs> we just get rid of the yeah, humans, right. just which easy. is the virus. Yeah, I know. Well, yeah, I, I don't save think the planet. I don't think we're going to be there if if they can't if they can't upgrade the Windows 10 properly. I don't think that's. I think it's a long way. Yeah, but away. Be- Windows 10 was done by humans. When the artificial intelligence starts writing its own code, yeah. It'll like be like C three PO said, machines building machines shut me down. Well, yeah, who knows? Even he was surprised, <laughs> yeah. and he was in a galaxy far, far away, and they had lightsabers. I even found him being surprised about machines building machines. Kind of weird. Did that even make any sense to you? Of course, they can build machines. We have cars. Yeah, doing I that. think that's where they're going to go with it. They'll eventually be able to produce, produce themselves. Right, and we'll all just sit back and, so, and watch Netflix. Well, I was going to suggest <laughs> there's also the Star Trek episode with Nomad. Oh yeah. Where, yeah, I mean, that could easily happen. Yeah, wasn't that V'ger? Is that what you're talking about? Or no? Yeah. yeah, right? V'ger, Voyager? Voyager, yeah. Yeah, is that the one you're talking about, Steve? Um, well, it was in the classic Star Trek episode. Mm. Well, they had uh, they that one, and then they expanded upon the concept. It's a changeling. The changeling. I don't remember that. I, re- I remember the Nomad, but I, f- I forget what it was about. I'd have to go Again, back. all these science Maximum science. Overdrive? Have you seen Maximum Overdrive? No. Not the good oh one, I gotta gosh, see. Gotta, all right. Yeah, it, well, it's even Who has enough time in the world to see all this stuff? It's so hard to see it all. <laughs> exactly. Uh, oh, well, Steve. Well, well, it was really good talking with you. Yeah, thanks for chi- chiming you, in. You've definitely walked me away from the cliff. Oh, maybe, hopefully, I'm right. I don't know. <laughs> okay. I don't know. I, I, there were times when I couldn't get to sleep at night, but I think I'm well, starting to feel a little Well, be better. careful with your GPS because you can still drive off a bridge. <laughs> <laughs> or I drive into a river. Maps. I still use fold-out paper maps. Well, then you're safer. Much safer. <laughs> All right, Steve. Thanks. <laughs> Keep watching this guy. All right, thanks. All right, bye-bye. Bye. Uh, more, let's do some more AI talk quickly here with uh, Paul, who's on the road. Hey, Paul, what's up? Good morning. Morning. Um, you guys are talking about AI as if it's something in the future. Uh, what about watching? I mean, I remember when IBM first developed it, the big thing was that Watson being a human playing chess. Yeah. Now I've seen these ads where Watson is being used by this company, that, you know, IBM's obviously renting it out to different companies to do forecasting for the business. Yeah. Yeah. Right stop. Yeah. Um, and I, I honestly believe that AI, um, Watson is the, I don't know, the first baby step of AI. And, sure. you know, you more and more of, I mean, okay, space flight, um, you know, pretty much, you know, you talk to any astronaut that went to the moon, and what did they do between the Earth and the moon? Well, they basically just sat back and watched a bunch of dials and gauges because the computer was running the ship. Right. Um, Hal's great, 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 great grandfather. <laughs> um, right. Well, yeah, so again, know, the word AI has been, has been demonized so much by the movies, right? What do you mean by AI, right? Having a computer you know, do modeling for you, I mean, we have AI predicting the weather right you've got the european yeah. you got the european model and the american model and i watch paul maxson literally pulling his hair out on nbc 30 trying to figure out which model to use you look at those spaghetti strings of where all the hurricanes are going and we can't tell you for between an hour from when it started where it's going so and that's just that's just predicting and I'm, I'm not saying it's a small model but it's if you can't do that um i'm not so concerned about them turning on skynet frankly uh, and speaking of well, Watson, there's a there's a news article that I actually was going to bring up back in uh, in the fall about IBM over 
overhyping its health promises. Um, and I can put the link up here for you, but it doesn't seem to be delivered. I mean, it does a great job on Jeopardy, but can it can it help you with predicting you know, or or dealing with cancer? I, I don't know that it's doing such a great job so far based on this this article. So I don't know. Maybe maybe I'm naive. Maybe who knows. I mean, we, we, we can't lose sight of the fact that until it gets to the point where it becomes self-aware and Skynet and all that. Well, yeah, that's the, that's the question. Can it have consciousness? Can it can it can it achieve consciousness? We got humans that aren't fully conscious, so I don't know. I mean, we're 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 at, you know you got to remember that old acronym from back probably back before you were born. Gigo. Gigo. What is that? Garbage in, garbage out. Oh, right. Garbage well, out. Exactly. Yeah, I'm sure the computers that will come come along that think they know what they're doing will screw up their programming. Exactly. <laughs> but, uh, you know, I mean, you know, we're, 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 we're in the dawning of the age of Aquarius as far as computers are concerned. Unfortunately for all of us listening to this show, yeah. we're all going to be long dead. Yeah, we'll be dust. I on. think we have a long way to go. I'm hoping I'm, I'm hoping I'm right on that as far as having them achieve consciousness. So I don't think we should be afraid, Paul. But hey, thanks for chiming in. Have a good day, guys. Yeah, you too. We're going to step out for a quick break. This is Computer Talk with Tab, Lori, and Carla. Hang on. Two lines open for you. We're going to be here till 11 o'clock. And uh, if you want to talk about AI, that's fine with me, too. Uh, feel free to get online. And uh, everything we talk about will be posted. I'll post that thing about IBM and their Watson overhype uh, uh, in a second as well. We'll be right back. We are back. Little Terminator music there for you. <laughs> AI discussions we had. Feel free to get online. 800-966-WTIC, 522-WTIC. If you think about AI, I was doing a little more, uh, put some more links up here for you. What, what they're using Watson really for is to answer common questions. So if you happen to be Autodesk, right? So what they've done with Watson is they've compiled all the most common questions, and then it spits it back to these folks who ask them, um, so that you can eliminate customer service reps, right? Uh, that's kind of what that's what they're doing with that. With that. Lufthansa is using Watson to figure out how to sell you more travel. Um, Royal Bank of Scotland, again, using Watson to create its own digital assistant, able to answer, answer over 5,000 customers' questions. All they're doing is answering the same questions you know, that are asked by their customers, and they're having the automated system do that. Um, it's not That doesn't sound really... That's scary to me as far as Terminator coming to get you with artificial intelligence. But it is a great way to leverage technology. I mean, I've seen there's an attorney out there, and I can't remember what I, where I saw what his name is or what I saw, but he there's a lot of legal work that's done in these um, you know these big skyscrapers of, of attorneys, and all they're doing is the same thing over and over and over again with contracts. And you can write a program that'll do it automatically for you. Well, um, they use it. They call it boilerplate. Well, there's the, that's how they, the attorney would start and then right. cut and paste the contract for your specific need. I mean, they don't rewrite the contract every time, but they've got artificial intelligence software that can go ahead and make the edits without even having the attorney do anything. Um, that will save on attorneys. Um, so there's all sorts of things, but it's not to the point where, you know, it's not to the point where you should be afraid yet, I don't think. Um, let's go on to uh, Lori and Deep River. Hey, Lori. Good morning. Morning. Um, having fun with a 2011 MacBook Pro. Okay. Um, it's running version 10.7.5, which is Lion. All right. And the QuickTime Player version 10.1. Okay. Now, when we're trying to run 
um, when we're out on the motorcycles, we'll take videos of where we're going and then trying to play them back. And it's gotten to the point where it won't close the previously run videos. So we've you open the window and it'll show it's got four or five or six or seven other movies, if you will, running at the same time. So the one that we're watching, every other second or so it pauses, and then it pauses, and then it pauses. So you get these freeze hmm. as you're going down the road. How do we make this thing quit all the close all the other windows? We've tried the control command Q. Um, and I just do it for when I'm using QuickTime as this you know upper right hand corner of my windows. I hit X when I'm done watching that video. You, yeah, you well, can't. You don't have a way to do that. that? Too. And it won't. And it won't stop. Um, it's. It doesn't seem that they're running, but they're all open. Oh well, so it they're... seems like there's too many of them open, and we can't close them down. But if they're just sitting in the background open, I don't think they're taking up any CPU cycles. Can't tell you. That's the only thing we can think of is that there's just too many of them. Open, but you can't close them. You can't close the window. I haven't been able to figure out how to close them all. No, that's weird. Yeah. Um, how is it up to date? Is that QuickTime up to date? It's the latest version? It's uh, 10.1, and it's when he's gone to look for other versions of it, he's not even finding it anymore. Hmm. I mean, it's it's running a running... MP4s um, yeah, yeah. that are taken on an SD microcard or put on a microcard okay. and then plugged into the computer. Yeah, so I'm looking up yeah. for your trying to find your particular issue where you can't close the window. Yeah, not. Um, I didn't see a whole lot out there. Did you do any research yeah. to see people having this issue? Yeah, that's where we found the control command Q. But it's not working. You do control Q and then you have to make sure that window is highlighted, right? Um, We're in the window. And you won't close. Is your Q key broken? Not that I know. Just checking. I, know. <laughs> I mean, you know, it's the quirky type, but, you know, what yeah. are you going to do? I don't understand. There's nothing here that I can find that are having this type of issue. Have you seen anything, Bob? Not anything that you haven't already mentioned. Yeah. So the, it's um, bizarre. You know, if this is a thing, more more than a few people will have it. Right. No one said they can't stop an app from running. Mm-hmm. And I'm not a, I'm not a... Apple user, so I don't know exactly yeah. any other workarounds, but I, I'm sure there are Apple listeners out there that are going to say, oh, Eric, you got to tell them to do this. I don't okay, know. Okay, well, we'll keep listening. Yeah, you might find somebody that will call in and say, if they did this, this will end any um, Apple window, no matter what you're doing. But the yeah. Q key sounds pretty powerful. If you're quitting is pretty strong, you know? Yeah, we would think it would. Yeah. Um, and it's just been going on for a while, and of course this morning it's... So you're like, it, it's playing through normally right this moment. But you've got like 15 windows open behind it. Yeah. Right? Well, is that what you're saying? Now it's showing just the one. So I don't know. I think it knew that we were calling about it. And <laughs> oh, it's AI again. It's AI. Exactly. <laughs> That's exactly what it is. But if you keep going and open up more videos, the old one will just sit there. You it's can't probably get just going to sit there in the background, yeah. That is bizarre. Yeah. It should be something you should be able to clear. Um, I guess we'll have to wait to see if anybody else has any answers for us. I'm still looking, but I haven't found anything that says... You know, an Apple window won't quit or a QuickTime yeah, window won't quick quit. Yeah, it's a QuickTime player that just yeah. pauses the video repeatedly so you get these freeze frames, which is rather annoying. Well, we do have a – Bob found a link as to how to force quit an application. Okay. Um, yeah, if you if you close the application and reopen it, maybe it will go back to normal. I don't know. I'm not a Mac user. Yeah. Oh, yeah, well, it's been open and closed and open and closed. Is there a different viewer you can use for MP4s besides the quick viewer? Can you use a different viewer other than the MP4, other than the QuickTime? Is there probably? I could use iPhoto. 
Is see it through iPhoto? Yeah, try try something different to see if it... Oh, yeah, iPhoto is not opening from the contour. The contour is the video device that we take the videos on when we're on the bike. I see. Mm. And it won't open that folder. So oh, that's the problem. I know. All right. We'll see if we can find a different a different way for you to go. Uh, from what I understand, Line is an older operating system. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it's a 2011, and when it dies, it dies. That's it. If oh, yeah. You know, no, I hear you. Else, so. I don't blame you, but maybe there's part of the problem is that your QuickTime's new and your your Line is a little old and it's um, not reacting the way it's supposed no, to. No, they're both... They're, this is a newer problem. Okay. On And both have... Nothing is... This computer has been static for a couple of years now that we haven't done any... Okay. When was the last time it even went online? Occasionally goes online. Yeah. Yeah, very rarely. Maybe you should update it. Um, I don't think this one had an update. Oh, okay. Not for this. Yeah, this system couldn't be updated any further. All right. That's why we stopped this one at Lion. All right. So let's see if we can find some other users out there that might have some answers for you, and we'll put a few things up here that we have found that you that might be of help to you. Okay. And we'll uh, check out the page then. Yeah. See if that can see if it'll work for you, Carla. I'm not Lori. Sorry, Lori. Lori. Carla's next. <laughs> the problem with this screen is that the green is brighter for the person coming up than the, than the person I'm talking to. Don't worry. About it. <laughs> All right, Lori. Have a good weekend. Yeah, Thank you guys you. too. All right, bye bye. That's interesting. Never seen that happen where you can't cancel an app. This refuses to quit. I see it, but well, I use Task Manager. You ta- yeah, you can kill it, but you know I don't know how to do that in Mac. Mm, yeah, I know that's pretty weird. All right, we're gonna step out for a quick break here. Three lines open for you. Carla, we're going to get to you. Feel free to get online, 800-966-WTIC-522-WTIC. We were talking about AI. If you have any examples of AI in what you do, or if you have any concerns about artificial intelligence where you can give some examples, that's fine too, or some great benefits that we need to hear. We're going to step out for a quick break. We'll be right back. We are back Just trying to figure out how to force a <clears throat> MacBook Pro to quit, quit, quit running QuickTime. And uh, I guess you can use the Option, Command, and Escape. That's a little seems a little drastic. It's like they say it's like pressing Control Alt Delete, um, but Control Alt Delete's more can be force a reboot. You don't necessarily want to. Well, reboot. you can, yeah, but you would also bring up Task Manager. Yeah, for Windows. <clears throat> so. I don't know. You guys have any answers for uh, Lori? That'd be handy for us. Let's go on to Carla in Glastonbury. See what she's got cooking. Hey, Carla, what's up? Yes. Good morning. Thank you for taking my call. Sure. Uh, by the way, with the AI, um, hmm. Dan Brown wrote a book, Origin. I'm not sure if you mentioned that. It's about an AI Winston that um, he mixes religion and AI, and it's really an interesting book. Yeah, I like Dan Brown's stuff. That's, yeah. Hmm. No, it, it was a good book. Uh, my question is a basic question that probably people have asked before, but we're looking to buy another computer because ours is a Windows 7 and it won't have um, backup or assistance, whatever, in 2020, as you said before. Oh, support, quote-unquote, yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. So we're looking now, and it's just so confusing. I've looked at consumer reports at different websites, mm-hmm. different brands, and – we actually want to get two computers, um, one 
for financials and another for just doing emails and internet. Yeah, smart. And I was just wondering, what is the best way to go about, because I, I go online, I read about different computers, and then some people love it, some people hate it, which is yeah. probably common. Oh, yeah. And there's all different models. You look up one model, and it's, it does say Consumer Reports has it. You look it up, and it's not there. Mm-hmm. What is a way of finding a basic, simple, um, I'm thinking for the financials, um, Google Chrome, mm-hmm. a laptop, and for a regular computer, possibly a desktop or a, another laptop. Yeah, I mean, desktops, if you're not going to be mobile with it, are great. They'll, they'll last a lot longer than laptops do because you're not going to pick them up and drop them, and, and right. they've got a lot more space to do cooling. Um, so I like your idea, doing a Chromebook for your uh, financial stuff that's online, right? Right, and right. that makes sense. And just use it for that. Make sure you still have OpenDNS running and uh, then close it up when you're not using it. Don't let anybody else use it. But uh, that, so that could be anything with a couple hundred dollar range. But for a PC, I mean, we like HP um, for, for laptops. Um, and as far as people's opinions on the quality, unfortunately, is a, a lot of the components that are in all these machines are all made by the same companies. So the hard drive will be from Western Digital, no matter what computer you purchase. The processor is probably from Intel, no matter which computer you purchase. Mm-hmm. The motherboards could be Asus or Supermicro or who knows what. Um, very similar across the board as far as uh, what, you're, what you're finding in each brand. So it comes back down to the warranty um, of the device you're purchasing and and where you get that, where you get it serviced. So if you can look locally, if you, if you go to like a local Staples or something like that, at least you have people when you have an issue to deal with um, rather than trying to call mail order and then talking to the third world's help desk and uh, they go through a chart to figure out, you know, if then, if then, if then, if then, and go back to the top. Um, That's up. It's really difficult to find a good example, but if you go on all these, you know, CNET, you know, maybe consumer reports is a place to look as well to see what they think about the machines, but you're going to get about six years of good service out of a, PC that you drop maybe six hundred to eight hundred dollars on. Okay, it should give you six years of service. Uh, for for a laptop or a Chromebook, you're only going to spend a couple hundred dollars. So, really, who cares how long it gives you? <laughs> because it's right. if you drop it, you're not going to go get it repaired, right? I don't think so. Right? Yeah. So it's really gets down to the PC. I would get an i5 processor minimum. Don't get an i3. What is um, that? i5 level processor. So looking for look for an Intel eight gigs of RAM minimal on your uh, PC. Um, a hybrid drive is nice, so it's got a little bit of a solid state built in. Um, and then Windows ten, and you can spend about eight hundred bucks on that. It should give you about six six years of service or lo- or longer. Oh really? Yeah. Okay. Now you can spend less. It just may give you less performance. The reason it's cheaper is because they've put some cheaper stuff in it. They didn't decide to make that computer eight hundred and yours computer six hundred. They're all different. The different components produce the different results. Right, right. Okay. And they just have big, it seems like nowadays it's like so many frills on it, like for gaming and and different things, but they yeah. do have, they still do have basic. Yeah. Orders. Yeah. Of course. For the $600, $800 range. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Oh, you'll have no problem finding all sorts of options in that range. And you're saying HP seems to be a reliable type. Yep, 
we sold a lot of HP. This is on the business side of things uh, for our clients for laptops. Um, but they have their troubles too. Like you said, you can pretty much go anywhere and look for the comments, and you're going to have people giving them one star and people giving them five. Right, right. Now that's that's what's so amazing that you know you just don't know if they got a lemon or it was. It's experience. Like we <laughs> we support a lot of businesses, over 400 businesses, and I have to explain to them why it's important to have a backup because. Across my experience, we see failure all the time, but the business I'm talking to hasn't experienced one yet. So why should I protect my my business against a failure when I've never seen one? Kind of like saying like an insurance agent telling you you shouldn't buy life insurance because you're not dead yet. Right. Um, but believe it or not, that's what you're dealing with based on your experience. So same thing with those. Take it with a grain of salt. All those uh, reviews and half of them are probably fake, anyways. Paid for by somebody again in the third world with nothing to do, just typing in reviews. <laughs> Now, is there any company like HP, if you do have, or you're saying it doesn't really pay to call the company, it's better to go to a store? That- I think local is always better. To get, make, have a relationship with somebody that you trust versus calling, I mean, mail order support. Some of it can be okay. But now, if, do you know. you know or you can't give the information of local? I mean, no. Local, yeah, you can't really. I really don't know any that I could recommend per se, but each town probably has some little hole in the wall computer shop that you could ask your friends and neighbors, hey, have you ever used this guy or, or gal before? Right, right. And that's really how you're going to use, that's how you're going to choose your laundromat, that's how you're going to choose your tailor, that's how you're going to choose your lawyer. It right. should be the way you choose your computer guy. Because believe it or not, when you give them your computer, you're giving them everything that you did on the computer to look at. Exactly. <laughs> you almost want to trust them more than your, your accountant or your attorney. Because <laughs> the accountant's only getting your, your uh, you know, your uh, tax information. You're not getting everything. Right, right. So, just one other question: yeah. um, Windows Ten is that going to be around for a while now? I mean, is that the most yes. recent? Yes, Microsoft's going to call every operating system Windows Ten going forward, from what we understand. Yeah, what it is is they change. They're changing the versions. So they started off with, if you type in in uh, search WinBer, you'll get like the original versions with sixteen oh three, sixteen oh nine. And then and they upgraded, but it's Windows 10, but it's version 1703, 17, uh, 1709. Or 1803. Now, yeah, you got 1803 and 1809, and they're not supporting 1603 anymore. Yeah, so it can be a little more complicated for you, but it's all called Windows 10. Right, right. <laughs> what is the most up-to-date version of Windows 10 now, do you know? I think it's 1809. 1809? Yeah. I only got 1803, so I'm behind. I'm behind. <gasps> oh no! <laughs> <laughs> okay. They so. put out 1809 last uh, was it August, I think, and they had to pull it back. Yeah. And then they subsequently, supposedly, fixed it and re-released mm, it. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. And you think that's a good operating system? I mean, it's a operating system. The word "good" is is debatable. Uh, same thing with Apple's operating system, Google's you know browser system. There, they are a operating system. We need to do that song. <laughs> Every OS sucks. Yes, yeah, we should. because <laughs> yeah, you mentioned six hundred to eight hundred, so that means that doesn't cover an Apple because Apple seem to be. Oh, you could buy three computers for the price of an Apple. Apple has a little bit of cachet around their product, so it's you know a little lighter, a little faster, a little thinner. Um, a little, a lot more expensive, yeah, um, but yeah. it still runs on the same hardware. A lot of times that the PCs do, but they get you to pay more for it because they're Apple. Good, you know, 
The Corinthian leather is on the apple. Okay. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but hey, I'm just teasing the apple guys. It's a great product. Don't get me wrong. But you can oh, get yeah. a, you can buy a lot more PC for the dollar than you can an apple, especially for for what you said you were going to use it for. Yeah, just basic, basic. So H- yeah. HP, you're saying, would be a deep yeah. brand. And sure. What about a Dell? Or you can't really. <laughs> yeah, I've never been a big fan. Yeah, I know. That's what we have now. And that's, well, ours, it's never, I don't know if it's the computer or the Windows. How old is it, Carla? Oh, that's another thing. It's probably like four or five years old. Oh, it's still kind of young then. Is it? Yeah. For me, the issue. For most callers to this show, that's a young PC. <laughs> <laughs> For me, the issue with Dell is it depends on who owns it when you're buying it. Because <clears throat> Michael Dell has sold the company and bought it back mm. twice or three times now. Mm-hmm. So when he sells it, it goes down. And when he buys it back, it comes back. Yeah, he has more interest in it. So, but four or five years in that computer, you might have not bought uh, enough computer in the first place if it's causing you issues. Right, right. I don't know if it's us or we just had a problem with the mouse where... Um, the, we would have a problem. We couldn't find the mouse. The arrow was different, mm-hmm. but we tr- we tried a different location to plug in the mouse, and that seems to work. Oh. Um, you could have a faulty USB port. That happens. Oh uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's what we do. We have another one. We moved it to another one, and it seems to be working now. But All right. you're nothing buying, wrong with that. If you're buying a computer, you want to buy on specs, not on price. Yeah. The, the specs I gave you: you know, i5, eight gigs of RAM. So Windows 10, hybrid hard drive. All right, Carl, i got to let you go. Okay, thanks a lot. Yeah, good luck. Thanks, bye. All right, bye-bye. We're going to be here till 11 o'clock. Two lines open for you, 800-966-WTIC, 522-WTIC. Everything we've talked about has been posted live over at computertalkwithtab.com. It's the name of the show.com, which also works. Go to Facebook and like us at Tab Computer Systems. And if Mark Zuckerberg deems the, the newsworthy, it just might get into your news feed. And if you follow us on the old Twitter We'll tweet it to you via Tab Computer Sys. We'll be right back. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com.